0: All right. Welcome, everybody. You you guys are jumping in right now. Uh, Becca and I are here. I'm going to give everybody a minute or two to get in. Welcome to our goal-setting masterclass that we're going to do. So um, while you guys are coming in here, we're going to try to get the streaming set up. And um, you guys get familiar with the chat. Let us know kind of where you're from, what you want to get out of today. That'll help us. And then we're going to drop in the chat a link. So before we get started, I want to make sure that everybody has a blank worksheet. And Becca and I are going to go through ours. Uh, Got it. Okay. So it's sevenfigureflipping.com slash goals. If you guys go there while everybody's jumping in, it'll give you the opportunity to download a blank worksheet. It'll also give you Becca and my worksheets also. Um, So Becca, I'm actually going to pull up my worksheet, I think. To share it while we go through it if i can figure that out let's see
1: i don't know about you but i love doing these worksheets like i think about them for a few weeks ahead of time and i i stew on it but it's also uh it's getting a little naked <laughs> here in front of everyone so i'm yeah, fine with I, that you know i get inspired by your vulnerability i'm like i'll go i'll go there but uh i,
0: I remember on our show last year i called it like opening the kimono because that's uh one thing i think about when we when we go through this it's like all the stuff that goes well and doesn't go well and yeah the last year i shared like a ton of very vulnerable things about my personal life specifically so um okay i i'm ready to go are you ready to go
1: i am ready i've got my you sheets. Go. i got my sheets from from two years ago my sheet from last year and my sheet from this year so awesome i know uh, What's
0: going on? Okay, everybody's jumping in. I think more people are going to come in. If you guys want to talk to just us, you can talk to host and panelists. If you guys want to talk to everybody, you can say to everyone. So there's a couple different settings down in the chat. Um, This is We've done it in the past where this was a podcast. So we're going to record like it's a podcast. You guys will all be the studio audience for the podcast. And then what I want to do is answer any questions. We're going to go through things a little bit differently, but kind of talk to each other and talk to you guys just like we would on a podcast and a show. But what I want to do is I want to figure out some of the goals that you guys set, what what some things that are working and not working for you, and then maybe how we can give you some advice and leave here going, okay, this is how they set goals. These are some things that uh, that I'm struggling with, that I need help, and you can ask questions, so I'll save some time at the end. We'll make sure we save plenty of time to answer questions and um, some things that you guys can do. So we're going into 2022, uh, coming out at the end of this year, and the purpose of this is to take some stock in what last year was, what are some changes and adjustments that we can make, Uh, not just things that didn't work, but also things that did work. What was it and how can we lean into it for 2022? So um, I record a show every year that's called my year in review. And I just recorded that one yesterday. So a lot of what we're talking about is going to go out on the seven figure flipping podcast today, that show will go out today. So you'll hear a lot of mine. So I probably won't spend as much time on my sheet as I normally would because I just recorded a ton of that on Monday, but I'll talk through a lot of things. And I left some things out knowing that we were going to do this today. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to start with, and I'm just going to assume that you guys know who Becca and I are, uh, but really quick, I'm Bill Allen. I'm the owner of Seven Figure Flipping, and um, we uh, help other real estate investors get to uh, financial freedom, freedom in general, all the things that they want to do in their lives, personal and professional. So the review that we're going to do today is on our personal life and our professional life. So I think it's important to marry those two. Um, but uh, I have a military background. I've been flipping and wholesaling houses for like eight or nine years now. It's crazy to think. Um, I kind of blink and time goes by. So, uh, and then Becca, if you want to introduce yourself real quick, I think everybody here knows who you are, but in case there's one person who doesn't.
1: All right. One person that doesn't. My name is Becca Shea. live in Pennsylvania. Bill and I were roommates in flight school back in 2003, that's how we met. Then we kind of went our separate ways. But we both got back into real estate investing around the same time. Reconnected off of a Facebook post. He dragged me into this amazing seven figure flipping world. Um, and uh, I think that is the first of many times where I just hit the I trust you, Bill, button and it's worked out so well. So, <laughs> um, and uh, I have rehabbed, I would say, I rehabbed about 60 deals, uh, houses, I've wholesaled over 120. I'm um, in some apartment syndications now, and uh, I work full-time as a membership director at Seven Figure Flipping, making sure that our members who join our masterminds uh, make progress towards their freedom dreams. So that's what we talk about. We all want some provision of freedom, and uh, how can we help you be successful on that journey? That's my obsession.
0: Awesome. And my current obsession right now is to get this book, Seven Figure Flipping Underground, in every single one of your hands for free. So um <laughs> The marketing team, my staff, they said, make sure that we mention that because if you guys are lucky enough to be watching this and on the webinar, uh, then they're going to keep this like crazy deal that they put up uh, up for the rest of the day. So I think they emailed about that. You go to 7ffbook.com. If you're on here and you don't have it, go get it. There's like, I don't know, thousands and thousands of dollars of bonuses and extras that we're including so um that's my push i want to get this thing in front of every single person that i can it's free uh you have to pay like 7.95 for shipping so and we i don't know threw in four or five thousand dollars
1: of awesome
0: so uh okay let's go the the first thing that i want to cover today when we're talking about goal setting is and we didn't talk about becca is the queen of goal setting the queen of Um, productivity and things like that every single year at Flip Hacking Live at our mastermind events and everything that she does. That's like her bread and butter, what she teaches. And she's been holding me accountable and working with my goal setting, like working together with me for years. And that Facebook post that we reconnected on was like something that was put out there to hold her accountable to another, like to do of hers So uh, hands down the best person that I could bring on here to talk about this stuff with me. What I want to start with, and I think will help everyone, is how we actually get to this point. In the previous two years, we've done this podcast where we talk about what happened in the last year and then how, and then what our goals were for the next year. And some, But we didn't really talk about like, how do we get to that point? Like this sheet, you download this worksheet, it's not like sit down in front of your computer for five minutes and throw some stuff on the paper. So what I wanna get across to you guys in the very beginning is how we do this, because I think it's gonna be really important for you of that, what's the methodology that goes towards doing this. Does it take us 10 minutes? So Becca, I'm gonna throw it to you for the for how you do it. And then I'll talk about kind of my process and how I do it. So hopefully you guys can grab something from that and and figure out how you go through this process either right now, next week, uh, m- maybe refine what you did last week, those kind of things.
1: So I just, if you were watching the video you probably just saw me reaching down underneath of uh, my desk. I wanted to pull out this little freedom card because the way that I start everything as I think about, you know, the, the phrase start with the end in mind, like, where am I actually trying to go in my life? What, what does freedom look like to me? And we talk about this all the time inside our group that freedom for me is different than freedom for bill is different than freedom for somebody else. So, um, I, we fill out these cards, we give them out at each one of our events and it's just to keep in your wallet as a reminder. And it says in the next three years, this is what freedom looks like for me. And so I wrote that 20 hours a week of work. Cause I want, I I'm not one of these people who's going to stop working ever, but I want challenging, awesome work. I want to be making $250,000 a year. I want travel and location freedom. So I want to work from wherever I am. Um, and I want to be coaching my kids sports. That's my definition of freedom. I keep it in my wallet. Um, and now that I know where I want to get to, um, then I start looking at like, okay, what's, what can I do to make progress towards that goal in the next 12 years Up 12 Um, and I was telling Bill, when we started, I, I, I usually will make a goal like this, this, I, I probably wrote this, I don't know, maybe in July at our July event. Um, and I haven't really, I don't sit down and revisit that every three months or every six months, maybe once a year, I sit down and look at where I want to go in three years and put, put that kind of vague goalpost out there. Um, And then I say, okay, what do I need to do this year to make progress on that dream? And for me last year, um, let's see if I have it. Some of my goals were, were really like just working on getting better at my craft, at my job, getting better as a department, because I can't work 20 hours a week. uh, If by the way, Bill, you're definitely going to let me work 20 hours a week. It's going to be so great, but I can't do that unless we have this machine built amazing and it runs really well. And there are like metrics so that we know when things are going off the tracks, right? Um, so my 12-month goal in the last 12 months was to just start building that process. Like the machine doesn't get built in a day. It's probably going to take a couple of years. Um, and then like the kids stuff, just being intentional about it. This is what I needed to do in order to have the time to, to spend doing with my stuff with my kids. I have to be intentional with my time. I got to get better control of my time, which was out of control at the end of last year. So that's how I do my goal setting. And then I I also know that I can't do everything. So even though uh, I, I said this at one of our events, you can do all the things that you want. You can do every single thing that you want. You just can't do it all at once. So if that's my three-year vision, I'm not gonna try to do all of it this year. I'm gonna pick one of those pillars and I'm just gonna move towards that.
0: Okay, I'll give you mine and we'll come back to the 20 hours a week later. <laughs> um, <laughs> when there's not a hundred people watching. I
1: also to sow seeds, guys. You know, yeah. sometimes you gotta sow these seeds and just water them.
0: <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that one. All right, so um, for for me, what I do, I have, and I encourage you guys to, on the last podcast that I just recorded yesterday, I really encourage you to figure out how you document your plan for the year and what you're doing, because as entrepreneurs, we just decide once we hit something or we have this goal in mind, once we hit it, then we're just going to kind of move the goal line a little bit further down. We, we talk about this all the time. Like they, they complain. The, the staff looks at me all the time and says, no, we hit that one. You just move the goal post down a little bit further. And we all do that. You guys do it too. I know that we do. And, um, and, and then we just kind of adjust in our head where we're going for the year and kind of where we've been and we never actually accomplish anything throughout the year and we're always upset with ourselves. It's just the way that entrepreneurs are wired. You're the crazy one percenters out there and the world needs us to, to go around its axis because without us, no money gets created, nothing gets done and we control everything. So um, so th- I have a podcast and I never thought that I would be a podcaster until I bought this company. I actually remember talking to Mike Simmons when I bought the company going, can you do the podcast? You're really good at it. Like. I don't want to do it. I want to do all this other stuff. But what I realized it's been for me is almost like a time capsule where I can go back and I can listen to previous shows. It's a, it's my journal. I hate writing in journals. I, I might do it for like two or three days and then I'm done. So if you're a journaler or a blogger and you, you write a blog, that's great. And I'm not that person. I, I, I found that I love to just talk and record it and then put it out there and then maybe I'll listen to it another time. And so for me, what I do when I, when I do this to understand where I am and where I was is I go back and I listen to the previous shows that I did about my year in review and my goal setting for the year. So, and, and then also throughout the year, I can go back and I can listen to other places that I was. I can actually hear my voice. I can hear my tone. I can hear my energy. I can hear all of the stuff in that. So I would encourage all of you, even if you don't have a podcast or don't want to create one, is just create an audio a recording of yourself in the year of like how jazzed up you are or maybe how down you are at that time and and just like what is your energy like and then throughout the year maybe updates quarterly updates of that that you can go back to and pluck from so what I did in preparation for this was I went back and I listened to I didn't just listen to last year's I went back and listened to the one we did the year before that and let me tell you what I heard in that one Becca said in in our her 2020 goals not 2021 2020 goals that she wanted all communications in Asana and wanted and said, we didn't hit that in 2020, but she wants to make sure it was done in 2021. And so I can tell you right now, we still have not hit that as a company and that she, she may have even moved on from that to say, I know that I want this, but I had other goals that didn't make it from 2020 to 2021. So that was interesting for me to hear. And I I could hear that
1: that goal again in 2021 was like standardized on Asana and something else. (laughs) <laughs> last pass, core processes. Yeah.
0: So, so I heard that in her voice of like how painful it was at the time that not everybody is communicating in the same place. And it's just been a drum that she's been beating for now like two and a half years. And so knowing that and going back and taking stock in it. So that's what I do. And And what it also did for me was a lot of times I found what we do at the end of the year is we sit in whatever feeling we're sitting in at the moment to determine what our last year was. So, like, if, you, if, you had an, if you're in an amazing state of mind and, and environment right now and you love it, you're going to be like, this last year was incredible. If you feel like crap right now and you had, like, the worst Christmas and the family all fought and you're just feeling a lot of weight and heaviness, you're probably going to go, you know what, 2021 sucked. I didn't accomplish anything. So, by going back and listening to the beginning of the year, you hear how pumped up you were for the year or how down you were then every quarter, if you can go back and kind of look at what was done and how you were feeling then. And, and when I listened to my voice, I was like, wow, it took me from like a four in the gym, listening to that to like a 12. (laughs) It was like, I was so fired up about 2021 and where we were going and what we were doing and, and my relationship with Lucy and all the difference and transition that it was made. It, It just gave me so much more power and energy to go now go create my goals for 2022. Instead of, if I just took the weight and heaviness of the season right now, which is kind of heavy right now, I feel like, um, I talked a little bit about this pendulum swinging. So it like swings back, like it was swinging way towards the family last year. And you'll see on, on mine, 2021 was very family oriented. But now I feel like it's swinging back towards business. And this wave is coming back on me with some things that we're working on. New COO, we got a lot of transition that's happening inside the company. They're doing a lot of cool stuff that we might talk about a little bit here. Um And so that heaviness is is making me, it might make me kind of throttle and limit my goals a little bit Mm -hmm. for 2022 instead of really thinking about like being in a good state of mind to set these goals. And so that's what I would encourage all of you to do, whether it's write things down. The other thing is, if you write it down, it's there and it needs to be somewhere where you can look at it all the time. I talked about that in my 2020 to 2021. I feel like I just wrote it and I put it in a a, uh up on the wall or I put it in the bookshelf and I never looked at it again. And this year it was in my planner folder that I look at every week. So I was able to look at them and I was able to say, okay, this is the, where we're going. This is the direction. I'm, I, this is the vision. I see it and go. Yeah. So those are some I, things for me. Well, before
1: that, you move on to that, I would say you said that in the second, you said it about taking stock of everything you've accomplished. I don't know why we do this, but it's like, we don't even get to the goal line, but we just take take it for granted that we're going to cross that goal line. And we've already looked at the next one. And by doing this, like we did two things this year that were absolutely massive that at this time last year, we didn't know if we could do. And now when we talk about the year, we're like, oh, of course, whatever, you know, and sitting back. And I remember, like, we launched the seven figure foundation. We raised two hundred and thirty thousand dollars for charity, which we are going to deploy to help people in our community go on mission trips, which will light them up and inspire them to go impact the world even bigger. This was not even on the radar at this time last year. I cannot believe we did this. And yet I keep, I'm just like, well, of course we launched the foundation. What? And the same thing with the seven figure multifamily. Like we were thinking about what if we could serve multifamily investors? Wouldn't that be really cool? What would that look like? And we have like 40 plus businesses who are getting deals and making things happen. And like, that's why you have to sit down and actually write down what you did in the past year because you need to remind yourself that you are capable of some pretty intense stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. The the one thing that I that I also want to share in going into this is the way that you accomplish these goals is exactly what Becca just said. Like you have to envision the fact that they're already done. Like you've already done it. And I think that's why a lot of times the successful entrepreneurs have a have trouble realizing and like taking stock in what they've done really well is because it's already happened even before it happens. Like they're not like in your head, you can, you have the vision, you can see it and you accomplish it. That's how you get to take the action that you take. So a lot of people that are brand new are like, how do you like, how do you keep taking consistent action with seeing no results? Like the results have already happened. Like it's in my head that it's going, I'm already going to accomplish that. And so that, I think that's the biggest thing that you guys can do is, is already mentally. And the the way that you do that is putting those goals up, looking at them every day. Vision boards are important for this kind of stuff. Like whatever you want in life is out there and you can go get it. Just put it up there and see, see yourself there. If you can see yourself there, then you'll take the consistent action that's needed to get there. So, um, past
1: performance is indicative of future success. So if you can just remind yourself of all the times that you've done awesome stuff, you're likely to do it again in the future. Didi had a really cool idea.
0: Let's her read it. family
1: her family does a uh, good news jar where they write down good news when it happens and then they sit down at the end of the year and read them all. I feel like I might implement this in my house.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. If I could stay consistent on something like that, I would be all in for that. Um, okay, let's jump into it. So if you guys go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash goals and you download that worksheet, you'll actually get Becca and my completed ones that we're gonna go through today. So um, I encourage you guys to do that. If, none, if nothing less, than to just kind of see what you'll see on mine is uh, everything doesn't get accomplished, all right? But I also, I use some colors and things like that in mine that I'll talk through a little bit. So um, as well as in my personal life. So Becca, why don't you start and go through your 2021 year in review, and then I'll do mine, and then we'll go to 2022 plans.
1: So last year, at the end of the year, I said that um, I set my career goals and my personal goals, my career goals, um, seek out opportunities to delegate. And and it's interesting because even looking back at this, I realized this building the Swiss watch idea, right? The only way that I can work less is by building a better machine that's more efficient um, with great pieces in it, right? So seek out opportunities to delegate, create detailed training videos, and put in at least six weeks of weekly check-in tasks, followed by monthly check-in tasks, focus on building the Swiss watch. Uh, Yeah. We went through a couple iterations with the membership team. We had some hires, we had some fires, but I think you and I would both agree that like we are operating pretty amazingly. Um, Obviously, we have our hiccups that any business is going to have. There's just, they're just issues to be solved. They're not problems, but um, I'm, I'm really happy with the progress on that one. The second one was members retention greater than 75%, engagement over 70%. Um, we realized this year, the best thing about tr- tracking metrics is sometimes you realize they're the wrong metrics, but you don't realize that until you track it. So we actually realized that, um, year over year retention was not the right thing. We wanted to look at tenure. Like how long do people stay with us once they come into our world? How long do they stick around as members? Uh, and we increased that overall by six months, which is huge. That is, that's amazing. And I think that's a testimony to the Swiss watch um, and engagement was at 71%. So I beat that by 1%. Um, the third thing was six hours a month, one-on-one conversations with bill to stay aligned, no drift work as a trailblazer, which is my culture index, um, and get company standardized on Asana and LastPass. uh, support team and consistent implementation of core processes. So, um, yeah, I think we stayed aligned. I think we, we went a different path this year. We hired the COO. Um, so I, I think that what I found through these goal settings is that sometimes you think one thing is necessary at the beginning of the year to get yourself to a goal. Um, And then as the year goes on, you realize that wasn't necessarily the right tactic to get you to that goal. So, um, but we did what I say trailblazer as most of the year, (laughs) Uh, but I have been operating as a daredevil. in this quarter. So, uh, we're working on that. And then, uh, why don't,
0: why don't there's probably like 90% of people on here that don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's true. I was super specific. So trailblazers, uh, tend to be visionaries who love people who move fast and who like processes. That's I want to be that person. I want to, if I can work like that, I can do that all day long forever and ever daredevils, uh, are visionaries who like people and move fast and do not care about the details. And, and you can take this uh, culture index quarterly every six months to really find out how you, f- you feel you have to operate in your position. Um, I, I know why it's saying that right now, which I think we'll probably talk about later, but it has to do with this end of the year uh, post flip packing live runway onboarding, where we just it, it becomes almost like a tidal wave of work so that there's not enough time really to button up all the details in a way that would make me happy. <laughs> um, and I think that's one of my challenges this year is to make sure this doesn't happen every October. It happens. So,
0: yeah, if you're, if you're on here with us, um, we just dropped the link to there, to that in there. It, this is a paid service. It's actually pretty expensive. Um, I would say it's pretty cheap if you're running a business that has multiple employees, um, but it is, uh, it's probably twelve to $15,000 a year for the first year. Um, so it's not something that you're just going to go out and implement if you're a one person show right now, probably if it's not in the budget for us. We have 20 staff members. We have a bunch of people. We're always hiring and bringing on people and, and using it as a, a management tool for our staff too. So if you go over to that site, just, I'm going to warn you ahead of time. If you set up a consultation, that's about the cost that you're going to see. So um, we, we use disc for a long time in my company. It's still free. Uh, Tony Robbins still has it on his site. Um, as a personality assessment tool, but we love this and I recommend it to everybody inside of our mastermind group. One bad hire will save you a ton of money. So
1: yeah, it, it is a little bit of a cheat sheet on people. It doesn't, it doesn't tell you where their moral compass lies. It doesn't tell you where their passion lies or what their work ethic is, but, um, it does answer a lot of questions right off the bat. Um, so you talked about Asana right now for two years, this has been my goal and we have, um, come a lot further. We use it internally in our company so much better. I would say we're probably at about 60% implementation. When we rolled it out, I thought, Oh, within a year, we can get to hundred percent implementation across the board. Um, and that's just not the case. Like you're, when you're rolling out systems in your company, there's some psychological component to it. And there's some management and some training component to it that we just haven't had the bandwidth to get everybody on board yet. But, um, Be relentless. If something's important to you, that's my takeaway from this, because I'm not giving up on this. We're going to, it might take us three years or four years to crack this communication nut, but uh, if you have a goal that's important and you didn't hit it in the last year, roll it over if it's important. Be relentless. Those are my, um, my career ones, my personal ones. Ensure that kids have all their work done each week, and they have one extracurricular activity, monthly review of technology and limit screen time. So... I don't know about you, but in the pandemic, like uh, with us pr- both trying to work full time and my kids doing homeschooling and it just felt like anything went. <laughs> it was like, I don't care. Just go entertain yourself. I, and, and that's not the type of parent I want to be. I want to be present. Um, I want to be setting a good example for them. I want to make sure that they're moving in the right direction, that they're filling their brains, just like you guys are filling your brain with this webinar and podcast and stuff. It's important what you watch and what you see. And I want to make sure I'm setting that same example for my kids. Um, So I did most of that except the monthly review of technology and limiting screen time. Going to roll that one over too. (laughs) Um, Stick to the calendar, Uh, monthly date day, weekly daughter dates, lake trip, launch trip, and birthday trip. When you ask me what my goal-setting process is, I get really specific. Like I can see it in my mind when I wrote this on there, I knew exactly. I was like a monthly calendar is important and trips are important and I'm going to sit down today and I'm actually going to put the effort into what are those things. So it was really cool. And I sat down to look at this. Yeah, I did all those trips. I did the camping for four weekends. Um, and then I was working on really reining in my work time because by this time of the year, like Bill said, the pendulum starts to swing back to, work all the time, no boundaries, just get stuff done. Um, and I was, I think I was feeling a little burnt out when I wrote this last year. I'm feeling it again this year, like be intentional. And I i wrote down every day in half hour increments what I spent my time on for one of our accountability groups. So 10 weeks, 12 weeks. Um, and by doing that, it was only by keeping that record every day that I was able to like rein in the amount of time I was working. So did it, lost it. um i hired an assistant to run the books for my rentals and to to run my my other business stuff that's been going great and then the last one was five strict pull-ups 15 excellent push-ups effortlessly effortlessly was the my word of the year i did not hit this um (laughs) i can do three kipping pull-ups for my crossfitters out there i can do 10 really excellent push-ups uh, but this ended up being so much harder than anticipated, and um, my my coach actually said because I was like I have never put my mind to a goal so hard before and missed it. I was like I just haven't, and he said, you know what? Sometimes your priorities have priorities, and so this might be your fitness priority, but it's not your like overarching life priority, and it's okay. So hmm. that's right, my let's year. i us save
0: the lessons learned, but I, I'm gonna give you one takeaway that I had from this. Um, I heard you say. I had it, then I lost it, then I had it, then I lost it. And, it, and, lost it. and yeah. you know, I think that's, it's it's just like, it's like bracketing where we're going. So I think it's totally normal. And this idea and concept of the pendulum is just where I keep coming back to for some reason. It's in my head of the feeling that I had in setting up for the podcast yesterday and all the, and, and by the way, we, what we didn't talk about is how long we took to prepare this stuff, to set up for this. Um, this is not like show up, let's do a show. Uh, I've probably been thinking about my goals and plans for the last at least three weeks. I've been listening to, I listened to those podcasts more than once. So I would actually pull different things from it. I took notes. I sat down on the iPad. I have, uh, we did our goal setting as a company in November. So like it started even in preparation of mid-November for that for 2022. So a lot of these things, it's not just 15 or 30 minutes. And that's what I wanted to get across in the beginning to you guys. A lot of preparation comes into this where all you see is the end result. That's one sheet of paper with a little bit of writing on it for me.
1: And so- I actually did this in pieces. Uh, I I worked on it for like a half hour, did one section. Then I came back and I did the other section, so.
0: Yeah, so we'll talk about some of the lessons learned. I will go through some of mine 2020 or 2021 review. tell
1: me yours.
0: So last year, if you guys downloaded my sheet last year, you saw my uh, uh, personal goals and professional goals. Um so my goals were professionally were new ventures in uh seven figure flipping responsible for 25% of the revenue. So we actually didn't tell you what those new ventures were on the last show. So I went back and listened to it cuz we hadn't announced that we were doing this multifamily thing, but that was it, okay? That was it. It was the multifamily mastermind that we were rolling out. We knew we were preparing for that, we were building it. Um we were kind of like coming up with the video courses and all of those things as an idea and concept and then rolling out multifamily live. So um that, that that was we said 25% of the revenue i think it was a mistake i talked about it on the last show but putting a percentage there doesn't make sense because if the other company grows then and you had like a number in mind as the other company grows it it diminishes and dilutes the percentage of revenue that came from the new venture so what we should have done in hindsight is put like a dollar amount dollar. on it or a number yeah. of people we wanted to affect the number of people we wanted to have and those kind of things so that was a mistake by me that i won't make again i have no percentages for this year so um we we were about 18 percent when i kind of looked back so um which is really good i i'm really happy with where we were like becca said we have over 40 members in that mastermind we had a great event called multifamily live we're doing it again this june Um, and so it was really amazing like i i'm very happy with that but when you download my sheet you see them color coded in red means i didn't hit it and in green means i hit it so i use different colors on my ipad Um, so that is a um that, that's that's what we had. We didn't hit 25%. Um, but I feel good about where we are. Then I had uh, six multifamily deals done and uh, my wholesaling flip compa- company in Blackjack broke even. So last year, if you remember, I was making a transition in Blackjack and I talk about it on the show that's going to launch today. So I'm not going to go in a lot of detail with it. But um, we were making a transition from uh, a large company trying to do thousands of deals to do like 50 or 60 deals and bring in a multifamily side where we have this arm that the wholesaling flipping company breaks even where the multifamily company, we do six deals and it makes me money, right? As, as an owner. And so um, I I wrote, we, we definitely made a transition inside of Blackjack and you'll hear that on the show that I did uh, that comes out today. And you'll also hear it coming up. And I know Adam's in here with us. I saw him comment earlier, but him and I are actually going to do a show to take you behind the scenes of how it all came together. And we're going to do that um, next week. It's going to come oh, out next
1: fun. week. So.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people have been asking. Um, I'm not, there's like, I'll share all the goods, everything. We'll talk about it. And um, I'm excited to record that with him about our plans and then let him cast the vision for 2022 for Blackjack, having be my partner. He's the owner and uh, CEO of the company now, and I'm a minority owner in the company. So like how that all came to be, why we decided to do that, and then where are we going? So uh, I'm excited about that. But what I wrote it is. Um, I was involved in seven deals. So we did seven general partner multifamily deals that I was involved in, and then four as a limited partner. And so my goal was six and four. So I hit seven and four, that's in green. Um, it was just done a little bit different. We kind of carved it out of Blackjack and then me, Nate, and Chad are doing some stuff together um, in that company. So that was fun. Uh, just I got there a little bit different way, but I feel like I hit that goal. Um, the other one was have 1200 or more people at Flip Hacking Live in 2021 um and greater than 80% renewals. So we had
1: two different numbers. This is a great teaching moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh that that was what I had on my sheet. So
1: he had 70%. I had 80%. We hit 78, so fell in the middle. Um,
0: <laughs> no, that's that's what I put. Um oh, your renewal number. You're not talking about flip hacking live attendees, right? No. So. No, we did. I remember on the show, you were like, mine's 75, yours is 80. So if we hit in the middle, we'll be good. And we are. (laughs) Um, So, and that's something I wanted to talk about. when When I listened to the show last year, or from last year, I saw we talked about that. And we talked about the dynamic of how it is. Like, I always have this kind of number in my head of, like this year, I wanted to hit $5 million. <laughs> and everybody was like, no, four and a quarter. And I was like, five, we can do five. And so um, but we're, we're, we're going to be just under five. So we actually got a lot closer to my number than we did to the four and a quarter. So it's interesting how all this goes. But anyway, the 1200 or more at Flip packing live, um, we had about 650 people at Flip packing live this year. So th- and then we had about another 150 that attended the virtual. So you could say that we had about 800 people there, uh, not 1200. But what you'll see is there's a lot of things that kind of my lessons learned and takeaways from all of this that uh, didn't hit that goal and then why. And in fact, my goal for next year, which you'll, we'll talk about in a minute, is actually lower for Flip Hacking Live attendees than it was in 2021. So, we, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how hard it is actually to grow a live event like that through a pandemic or any other time to actually grow it and see what we actually want to accomplish. Like what's the purpose? It's not just having a big event. It's like having the right event with the right people there that I'm much more focused on than I am just having more people there. Because we could get more people there. Yeah. I mean, if I make the tickets 50 bucks and right. we just we just say, you know, we run massive Facebook ads that I try, I pay $1000 for every $50 conversion, we can have more people in that event, I'm sure of it but I like to have the right people there. I like to have the right dynamic. I like to put on an amazing event that everybody's like, I have to come back this year. And when I ask who's been here for the fifth year, sixth year, seventh year of this year, lots of people are standing up. So And
1: that that was a huge conversation this year internally was like this dichotomy between growth for growth's sake, and then the right people in the right seats. And we kept coming back to that. Like, is this is this really the number that gets us to where we want to get, no matter what business you're running? Like is number of deals really the most important metric for you next year? Or is it the quality of the deals? Like, do you want to do a $105,000 deals or ten twenty thousand dollars $20,000 deals or, you know, right? Like right people, right deals. Yep.
0: Um, so those were my, uh, my business ones. And I realized that I didn't put on my goal sheet, my personal ones, but I, Um, I did, uh, I went through them uh, in detail on the podcast that I did yesterday. Um, One personal one was to buy the farm, the 13 acres behind my house. And uh, we did that in January. It's went crazy. We have a farmer's market that had anywhere from 100 to 600 people there on a given Saturday, starting on July 10th. We delivered 27 boxes of produce to our neighbors. There are 27 uh, CSA members. We put on events at the farm. I actually see Michelle in here. I saw her commenting before she came over to the farm to participate in some of our things. She's an avid farmers market attendee. It's really amazing, and we've been able to connect with the community a lot more. And I'll talk about that when we get to um, like family, friends, love, those kind of things. It's really helped out. But we got we have two full size horses and a mini horse now. We have uh, 66 chickens, uh, all kinds of an acre and a half of commercial uh, orchard and garden that produces. Produce and vegetables and fruits and all this stuff for our family. Um, We got a retail meat license, like all kinds of crazy stuff that we're doing now to get like a little deeper in the community. But it's also providing like much better nutrition and support for me and my family. So it's kind of a mission that we put together. So this little thing of buying the 13 acres behind my house became a big thing. Surprise, surprise um, for me. So so
1: big. And I will say, I want to say on your farm goal, you know, being alongside you this year was... um, like my five pull-ups for a long time, your goals should motivate you and bring you joy, not demotivate you. And this farm thing, I mean, we were like, dude, Bill, you are, you're getting distracted. What are you doing? But it actually ended up making your life richer and getting you fired up and getting you more excited. So I would challenge all of you when setting your goals is to really think about the things that bring you energy and joy and life and make sure you have those, not just like, that I have to do these goals, but the the life giving goals because that's what the farm did for you. I yep.
0: if, if you see in the chat, Michelle said she had our sweet potatoes for Christmas dinner and they were yum. Uh, I'm glad you liked them because there's a lot of work to plant and pull those things out of the ground. So uh, and we still have like a thousand pounds of them. So anybody wants to come by and grab some, they're three dollars a pound. All right, uh, <laughs> we did. T- uh, I wanted to do two trips out of the country with Lucy and three Disney trips minimum. Um, so two trips out of the country we had two planned. Um, we decided to cancel our Africa trip towards the end of the year. We just had so much going on. It wasn't because we uh, we didn't want to go or we didn't think we could go or, or any reason why we canceled. We just got together and said, hey, we've got to we've got to take some stuff off of the calendar. It's just it's a lot right now. We've been traveling a lot and we went to Disney more than three times. So we wanted to kind yeah, of go in that direction more than uh, go on that trip back to Africa. But I promise you, I will be going back to Africa. It was an amazing trip. And we have a plan to do that in the future. So um, this is kind of what I talked about a little bit on the last show is um, being intentional about any changes that you make, what it looks like in January 1st or maybe December 28th, like it is today um, may be different for you and your spouse or you and your team three months, six months into 2022. And it's okay to make an adjustment, an intentional adjustment of that, not, Hey, uh, I'm two weeks away from the end of the year. I'm just going to change my goal. But more of a, let's go on the same page. Is this still where we want to go in our focus and can we make a shift? And that's kind of what we did with the two um, trips out of the country there. The last one was navigate James's next surgery with Grace and support him and our family. And I feel like that's probably the one that we did the best with. He had an open heart surgery the end of May, early June, and he just did amazing. Um, If you want to hear more about that, definitely listen to the last podcast that I did. It'll be the one, if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be the one right before this. If you're on with us right now, it'll be the one that comes out today. So um, I go into m- way more detail about the personal side of my journey. Like half of it is personal. And then the other half is like blackjack, seven figure flipping, and all the other stuff that I do business with. It's probably like two thirds personal. So, um, okay, I'm going to go into my lessons learned, then I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah. Um, the first lesson learned that I put is the tide will go back out if you let it personally and professionally. So the t- the, this kind of pendulum concept, the tide, it goes in and it goes out. If you let the tide go out and sweep you away, it's going to happen. So you have to always come back to this and, and reground yourself on your goals. Put them up somewhere, like I said, look at them every single day, once a week, twice a week, five times a week, once a month, like whatever it takes for you, but look at them on a regular basis. Otherwise, the tide will sweep you away, you will get lost, and y- your pendulum will swing so far away that it'll be tough to get back. And um, like
1: your North Star.
0: Yeah, totally, totally like that. Um, be open to new opportunities and listen. Mm-hmm. So actually listen. So I feel like this there, there's opportunities everywhere, but just being open to them and actually listen to what's needed. Like what does the community need? What does the staff need? What, your, what does your family need? All this stuff, like actually listening is what helped me in 2021 dial in my, my word for the year was balance. Like find balance between my work life and my family life. And just, I actually listened to my spouse and try to see what does she need and, and and check in. Is this okay? Like there's a couple things that I did this year that I had to check in and 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 make that decision that, yes, this is the direction that we both want to go, not just me. Um, and I put split focus as unfocused. So I noticed that. All this that year.
1: and I loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. So um, my focus sometimes was kind of on five or six different things. And what that did was I really didn't do anything that well in those areas. Um, when it was not my, my direct focus. And that doesn't mean like you only can do one thing, but you actually really do have to focus on that thing when you're doing it and block off the time and be there. And so primarily it's my family time. Like that was where my split focus was most of the time. Like I actually wasn't present and disconnected. And I know that's going to resonate with a lot of you out there. Um, because I've, everybody that I talk to inside of our mastermind groups. So when I talk about it on podcasts, at Flip hacking live at, at, at multifamily live at any of those places. It's the thing that get resonates the most with all of you. And so, um, it, like it's not necessarily always the, the quantity of time that's being spent, it's the quality of that time, uh, personally and professionally. So think about that. Uh, those are some of mine.
1: And, um We had Brian Moran come in and train our team on leading great 12-week year sessions and getting more done. And uh, somebody in the room made a comment and they were basically like, do you wanna be a rainbow or a laser beam? Rainbows are pretty. That's all the colors all spread out everywhere. Um, they're fleeting. And, or do you want to be a laser beam that actually gets all of the, everything focused together into one thing and then can actually do some damage.
0: Can cut diamonds. Cut right.
1: diamonds. Yeah.
0: All right. Rainbow. Uh, or... we, we, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here because we have got to go faster.
1: All right. So, Sorry, lesson sir. Learned,
0: proudest moment. Then we'll roll into our personal, um, plans for 2020.
1: All right, cool. Uh, really, if I had to pick one lesson learned, it was boundaries. Uh, boundaries were a huge thing for me this year uh, with relationships and technologies, is really being intentional about what I needed from relationships and what I was giving to relationships. Um, and then uh, the work boundaries. I actually went to having a separate phone for work and life. Uh, I call it my fun phone. It's left in my house during the workday so that if my family or anybody needs to get a hold of me, they can't. And I leave my work phone with my email and everything in the office at night. Um, huge. And I feel like everything from that, having those boundaries allowed me to have consistent implementation in other areas of my life. And almost all of my gains came from that. So effortless was my word this year. Our EOS implementer, Dan Coleman said that the path to effortless is through technique. I took that to heart. That was in our January meeting. And uh, we just focused on technique.
0: Nice. Um, My, we talked a little bit about the proudest moments for you, the foundation and the seven figure multifamily. I think that's amazing. Um, I, if you want to talk about that, you can jump into it. If you want to. Uh, nah, we hit it. Around. It's
1: amazing. I can talk about it for hours, but.
0: Okay. Um, I have the same, I have very similar things. Um, my biggest one is that, you know, making it through James's surgery and then our family being together after a horrible year, the year before, basically. And I, a horrible year is probably tough, but we went through a lot, as you guys heard on, uh, if you listened to the podcast from a year ago called how I almost lost my family. Um, I'd shared a lot on there. And so, um, that was, my word for this year was balance. I feel like I, I got there and I did it. Although I, I will say the pendulum is starting to swing back in the other direction, but the acute awareness that I have of that is the key mm-hmm. and just being intentional about it and, and figuring out, okay, it just, just like Becca said, it's going to be like a little bit of bracketing. It's going to go back and forth and you're going to lean in one direction or the other. It's just about just knowing which way you're leaning. And as you start working towards leaning back is going to be the key for all of us, I think. Um, because it, it everything will suck you in if you let it. That's what I found. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to see our detailed proudest moments, make sure you go to sevenfigureflipping.com goals. You can download um, these sheets and see everything that we wrote on there.
1: I will um, say to circle back on a point you made earlier, one of my proudest moments was going under contract on this little cottage project that I'm working through due diligence right now. And the only reason I went under contract on that was because it is a goal that I had set by myself. You're a Facebook friend with me. You can read the whole story but I had set this goal. I put it out into the universe and somebody brought it back to me. And that's how that happened. And so for you guys, it's, it's important that you're intentional about what you put out there and what you communicate to people. And like Bill said, be open and listen because other people will help you get what you want. If you let them.
0: Yep. Write this stuff down, make an audio recording of it, listen to it, go back to it, put it out. And put it out there so other people can see it yeah. because when somebody else sees it that, that like I love the fact that you guys get to download mine there's no hiding next year I don't get mm-hmm. to hide there's there's over 100 people on here right now and there's thousands of people who listen to podcasts they'll download this thing and I, I can't like change it next January um it's right there so you can see my one from last year and you'll see my one from this year so uh Here's, here's something that we have, if, if you're listening, is rate each area of your life on a scale from, from zero to five, with zero meaning complete disarray. Last year, we used the, uh, the quote, dumpster fire, and uh, five being <laughs> nearly perfect, no change desired. So a zero to five, right? And rate that stuff. Now, um, I'm not going to go through all of my numbers right now. You can download the sheet. But what I will say, when you download mine, you'll see that some are in green and some are in red. And my red ones went down. My green ones went up. And my black one stayed the same, basically. And so of these, so we have family, friends, love, fun, faith, career, wealth, health, personal growth, and environment. I highly encourage you guys to take stock in this. Put yourself in a good state, listen to the last year, and 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 take stock of where you are, all right, and, and where you're trending. And so the the thing that I saw right here of the of the 10, six of mine are in green that went up. So my six that went up are family, friends, love, fun, faith, and environment. All the things that I was really having problems with last year. The ones that say the same are career, health, and personal growth. And then my wealth, I, I wrote, went down. And so I'll, I'll talk about why that is. So in here, I wrote, I didn't have anything at a three or below this year, actually. So this is the first time I didn't have anything at a three or below. I'm at three and a half above, which is really incredible. Basically, if you look at this like a 10-spoke wheel, you'll have flat tires, that you'll see kind of where you're taking energy from and putting it towards other places. Um, what I wrote down real quick, I'm going to go through the, how I got there, like my environment went up with the farm in the office, like having those two things. I feel like my environment was in a place that I could really flourish. Uh, my faith went up because I, we went back to in-person services. I feel like that was the thing that I needed. I didn't realize how much I missed it until it was gone. And then while it was gone, I didn't even realize how much I missed it till I got back. Right. So like it was, it's just amazing to go back to in-person. It's It's been massive for me, at least the services that we do. I, it's just huge. Friends and fun. Uh, I took intentional chip, uh, trips. Uh, local get-togethers, the farm has really helped that with new friendships and uh, new opportunities here locally, people like that. And then personal growth. I joined a mastermind group this year just recently, like a couple months ago, and uh, I was starting to go to live events again. So I went to Tony Robbins event. I went to one of my mastermind events. And I'll tell you that for personal growth, that that put me in a place of like just amazing personal growth journey. And it's I, I'm, I'm only like a couple months into this. Otherwise, I think I would be at a five there. And so like I have a lot of opportunity of where I'm going. I feel like I'm in a similar place, but like going to those two events, seeing the door open for live events and all these other things. Again, I went to three live events at the end of the last quarter uh fourth quarter of this year. So it's huge. Uh September, and then our our events were alive again. Flip packing live was again is huge for me. And that helps me in my personal mm. journey. So those are some of the things for me. What about you? What are some things that that some takeaways that you could maybe use to help these folks?
1: Yeah. So I I same thing. I realized that I was pretty much in the fours and fives, which was great actually, because like I said, being at this place where it's been pretty intense for a couple months. Um, you, you have a tendency to, to put yourself into that negative state and by doing these scores, I was like, dude, it was an awesome year. (laughs) There are obviously areas where I can improve. Um, my, my two that went down this year were health and personal growth, um, and personal growth. Like you said, you joined a mastermind. I realized for me, I was so focused on dialing in the details of the Swiss watch that I, I intentionally put blinders on to everything else and was like. My focus is going to be here, but now I am ready to open that back up and get some new ideas and get some creativity and some some fresh stuff, which you and I have discussed. Um, next year, I'm potentially gonna join either a, a women's mastermind or just really wanna go to surf camp. <laughs> um, and then the health thing, I think it's important to talk about this right now. Um, mental health is, has been in the spotlight lately and for me, Physically, I'm in great shape, but I'm getting better at dealing with stress with, um, this constant drive that I will always have. I, my takeaway while doing this was that I wonder how much my mental health health suffers by trying to keep all of the balls at a four and a five and like how much pressure that puts on maybe unintentionally. Um, so that was my takeaway was to continue to work on that. And, um, and I want to grow on my faith. Journey, again, I want to join like a small group. I, that's, that's the joy of our masterminds is walking on a journey with a small group of people. I'd like to do that in my faith uh, this year.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that's that's like the next step for me is a uh, community group, finding time and space for that. Like Our church actually put out every 6 a.m., at 6 a.m. every day, they put out this 10-minute uh, video that's been massive for me. And they, they actually gave a printed journal for everybody and so for the first six months, we just got our printed journal starting on January 1st for the first six months, and they text out a daily um, a daily piece of scripture, and they walk through the observations, the um, all the things that, like, and the application of it, and then you you go through gratitude and stuff like that in a prayer at the end. It's like 10 minutes long. They text it out at 6 a.m. Central. It's so awesome uh, to have that. And so um, if, for this podcast, if anybody's interested in that and wants to kind of follow along with that, I'll put... The phone number that you can text to join the text list they'll send it to anybody so you don't have to go to our church be part of it, um, it is uh, comes from the Bible it is a Christian uh, based church so. Um, but some amazing pastors going through their observations a lot of teaching and and what it was like that then so that's been massive for me on the faith side that in the in person services so. Uh, Alright let's go through the goals and then, if you guys have questions drop them in now. Um, John, John said something I think is important. He said with the, the way that past couple of years have gone, he separated mental health and physical health from his analysis. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. And um, physical health and mental health, two very different things and need to be worked on different ways, uh, frankly. So it's definitely is something to be able to pull out. Um, and then uh, Jerry said he appreciates the honesty and vulnerability being shared here. Like, Uh, Jerry, this is on the regular here, my friend. So uh, (laughs) I'm glad that you like it. Hopefully, all of you guys do. I I really want everybody here to. I got I got a message like two years ago that was like, Bill, everything you do touches, everything you touch turns to gold. It's like you're always successful in everything that you do. It's like, no, that is the wrong picture that we're painting out there, and that shouldn't be what you guys see. And you should really see. um, I would say the majority of 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 this. Is work that's been done in the dark behind the scenes and what you see is the output of that and so to see that we're not succeeding in everything that we do everything that we touch doesn't turn to gold we actually do struggle like i really thought it wouldn't be that hard to get 1200 people or even maybe a thousand people live at an event in in orlando in october and boy was i wrong so and uh it's gonna take a, a lot of work towards that so um so next year my career stuff is get a thousand or more attendees at flip hacking live so i am going to continue to work toward this and it's not just about like how many people can we stuff in a conference room it's about how many people's lives can we change how many futures can we develop how many next next level entrepreneurs can we help just kind of like pass this information along to and i will tell you this is like three very transformational days and the reason why i push so hard for people to attend to come Uh, to an in-person, like, live event like this, like, it's really important for us, both, both mentally for our mindset, as well as our business tactics and techniques, and the connections in the community that it builds. It's just amazing. There's a ton of accountability that comes with it, connections and community, and this kind of, like, Enhanced like this opportunity that you don't even see that's out there. So it's really important. So I'm on a mission to get over a thousand people at Full Packing Live, 400 members uh, in our mastermind groups. So to get 400 members across the board in our three mastermind groups um, to really just be able to help people get to the next phase of their life, their freedom dream, wherever they want to go, and if we can help them. And then I have a really scary one that's uh, raise a million dollars for the seven figure foundation. So we launched the seven figure foundation, we've raised somewhere in the range of a quarter million dollars right now, like take the initiative to figure out how between now and Flip Hacking Live to to raise a million dollars for that charity. Like, can we do that? I really want to do that. So uh, and then on the personal side, I keep putting in the work and be intentional with my time, um lead our family and be present for my boys so like truly be present at home I'm, I'm the pendulum like i said the pendulum starting to swing away from that i find myself with my phone i find myself not putting it down i, I can find myself mm-hmm. doing that i actually have a very intentional thing that i plan on doing um this year you're, you're just
1: a few months away from switching to two phones man i'm telling you it's a uh, no, no 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 i'm
0: not a few months away um there's one that was a day no it's oh,
1: already been delivered. Yeah.
0: And I have a plan with my assistant Taryn that I just hired to uh, figure out how to do it. Now we just have to figure out how that is. And I'm talking about a phone that is a brick, like an old flip phone. And Becca, you're talking about like it's a fun phone? No, 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 no. Like this is the this. Nobody has this phone number. Facebook's not on it. Instagram's not on it. My email's not on it. I have to actually go to computer. If I want to do that to make it difficult for me to do stuff. So I have a plan. I have a concept, an idea. I'm going to figure it out and then I'll share it with you guys and see if it works. Continue to date Lucy weekly and fall in love with her every day. That's uh, over and over and over again is what I have here on my personal goals for the next 12 months. That is what success would look like for personal and professional journey. How about you? Oh,
1: I love it. Um, to, to your point of, you know what works for you. It needs to be a brick. Um, I wanted to say this earlier. We've had this conversation internally about knowing how you're motivated and what works. There's no, it's not cheating and it's not shameful to leverage the tools that you have been provided in this world to get to your goals, even if it's counterintuitive or countercultural. Anyway, so mine are streamline my accountability structure. It's something we've been talking about here um, in seven-figure flipping. Right now, uh, I manage a lot of personalities um, and delegate and remove myself from the daily execution so I can focus on the big projects. Um, I want to put out some apps this year. I want We're working on this net worth project to really make sure that our members are moving the needle in a huge way, in a strategic way, to get to their freedom numbers um, and, and dialing in that member success uh, in our alumni group. Uh, I want to attend at least one community builder event or mastermind this year. I actually have a call next week. I am a community builder and I know that when I joined the real estate investing mastermind, it made a massive impact on my real estate business. Um, so now I'm looking to do the same thing in kind of the community building space. Like I want to learn how to have the best freaking communities. Um, then my stretch goal this year, we've talked about it is that I want to use my 10,000 hours of accountability experience to write a book because everybody else is doing it. So me too. No, but really I just, I, I know how to, I know how real estate investors think. And I really want to dial this in for you guys. Uh, I'm putting it out there. I think I can serve you by coming up with some sort of workbook that you could do this. You could pick this up on any day, not just the last week of December and get more stuff done faster than anybody else. So those are my career goals. Um, Fund and relationships, Bill, you know what I want to do this summer. <laughs> He's so excited. I want to take a five-week trip to uh, the national parks out west. So I'm Yellowstone, Glacier National Park, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, working, working on uh, coaching my kids sports, children's choir, my marriage, just kind of that, those small consistent show up consistently, like you said, Um, faith, find a small group faith community to walk with Uh, and then health, maintaining the boundaries, focus on the basics, food, sleep, fitness, and the gain versus the gap. You set big goals and you get motivated by them if they're like crazy, scary. But the way that I work is I set realistic goals that are a little bit of a stretch. And when I, when I crush them, I feel awesome. So I think for you guys, knowing how you operate, like if Bill just set an incrementally higher goal for himself that he could do in his sleep, he would not, that would not motivate him. He needs the big, the big scary goals. I need to grow that 25%, that 50%, um, And to know that I actually can do it if I consistently apply myself, that that convinces me to consistently focus. Well, there's a lot of
0: people in the chat that are saying they're really excited to see you do your awesome trip, Becca. So uh, you've done a great job in uh, planting that seed and pushing. uh, I've been watering um, it
1: for six months now.
0: um, Okay, so I wanna leave some time for questions, but I also want to um, kind of go through, I've done a word every year um, my words from the past few years, the first year I did it was stability. That was three years ago. And it was because blackjack was kind of all over the place. And I wanted the stability of income and understanding where that was. And then, um, and then it was clarity. I bought this company and it was clarity. And I, at the end of the year, I've talked about last year, I got clarity in my relationship, marriage, all that stuff, not the way that I thought I would get it, but I got clarity of what I needed to do and where I needed to go. And then this year was balance. And so the past three years, those have been my words. Um, uh, I don't know if you're prepared for this, Becca, but I think I I have I have a couple in mind for me this year. But I think um, this year my word is going to be focus. And as I thought through all of this, it's just like I I am all I can be all over the place. I have a lot of opportunities. People are always trying to get on my calendar to pitch me something or partner with them or do these things. And um, I really want to focus on. What's in front of me i've launched a new mastermind called the eight figure entrepreneur. Um, That is it's interesting a lot of people talk about the bricks and no Apps and things. That is one APP that i'm going to keep on my phone, because I want those people to have access, like the agreement that I had is these people will be coached with me one on one. They are going to have access to me if they need me and i'm available that's the one APP that i'm going to have on there is access to them so that's going to be cool I and what that does is it keeps my focus on them and tune out the noise. Like, I can't answer questions in Facebook all the time because I, they have me, my family, when I'm home, my family, and they're going to have a piece. That was a, so one of the agreements that I had that I made this year of what I'm doing. So be focused on there and then uh, focus on on this community. Um, one thing that we are going to do this year, and I'm going to, I like last year, I was really hesitant to talk about the farm a bunch because it was kind of like I was in negotiations trying to figure it out. And we are two days away right now, and I think it's okay to share this in this kind of trust tree, two days away from buying a, an office building for our company for 7 Figure Flipping, where we can actually have stuff like this to go on in person and stream it nationally. And I have this vision of having like 60 events there uh, in the year of 2022, where I can teach and train and coach and bring people in. And we can put on, like we can build a local community of real estate investment association like a RIA that people come in the evenings. And then we can also do deep dives that are way more intense. Like once a month of a meeting for single family, maybe once a month of a meeting for multi-family and do this kind of like, have this awesome like local location where we can stream a bunch of stuff to you, do our virtual events and just do more of them to give you guys this kind of interaction and opportunity and even at a higher level than we're doing right now. So I'm really excited about that. I, that's kind of, my path and the plan that I, I want to go to, like I really love educating, teaching, coaching, training, and so the podcasts, the presentations, the webinars, those kind of things, they light me up. Um, we finally got a COO to jump in and take over a lot of the the manpower, the administration, the meetings, the accountability, and stuff like that, so I can focus on those kind of things. So that's my plan for next year.
1: Focus. Yes, I like it. What what were your words for the past couple of years?
0: Stability, clarity, balance. And then this year, focus.
1: I love it. You talked about having your goals in the wall in front of you. For me, that's what the word of the year is. Like it's that, that one single point that I come back to and think, is this serving that word of the year? Mine was effortless. So 2019, it was faith. I was going through a major transition with my, um, with my business with wholesaling and rehabbing. And I was, you know, just like, let's see where this takes me. I have faith. Everything has worked out and we're going to figure this out. And it, it was worked out. Awesome. And then 2020, my word was evolved. 2021, it was effortless. I cannot figure out what the word is, but here, this is the word that I want this year. And I don't know if there is a word for it. Do you know the scene in the movies, like Captain Marvel comes into her powers, right? She's been like stopping and starting and like all of a sudden she like just figures it out and she lights up and then destroys the world. Uh, I mean, the bad guys. That, what is that moment called? That's the word I want for the year. And I don't think there is a word for it. I've searched for
0: it all right we're going to open that up to the chat right now (laughs) so what do you
1: guys think what is that word where
0: captain marvel shows up has has understood all of her capabilities and is ready to like destroy everything around them (laughs) maybe it's like um maybe it's like uh, awakening or um
1: uh,
0: enlightened i I like it's uh, conquer poise. Clear. Okay. So you've got, you've got this right here. I love so it,
1: guys. Come on. Keep,
0: keep them coming. <laughs> um, one thing that I do want to talk about real quick and, and drop your questions down in here so we can answer them is, uh, is I don't, it's, it's seeing Becca's as a standalone for mine. A lot of what's happened this year is going back to kind of these in-person events and mastermind groups and stuff like that. And her searching for one and me having found one after two years of looking, it's really kind of, and, and the fact that this is what we do full time, is interesting like i not only do i own one of these like we becca has one for her company for her department vanessa has one for her department i've been in uh like a small marketing mastermind for a couple years just so the marketing team and myself can see what they're doing and, and stuff like that and me joining one this year has been a huge impact on myself so i would encourage you guys whatever your plans are for 2022 i'm sure that it has a piece of growth and contribution and where you want to go, like business building, personal building, stuff like that. I would love to invite you to see if ours is the right step for you. I would encourage everyone to go out and find a community of people of like-minded investors, personalities, uh, values, characteristics, stuff like that to go find and dive into. Um, I've been on calls with people in the past and it's just like, who are you talking to? Like you're sitting in a dark room all by yourself and you're, you're beating yourself up you yeah. don't even understand your value to your business, your, the life, your community, all those things. And like you have so much to give and so much to accept from other people. You're just not willing to ask for help, go out there and find it. Like you're just stuck. And like, if, if any time is the right time, like there's so many, I'm, I'm getting my gym time in this week. Cause I know on January 1st, like it is going to be packed with a hundred people that won't last a week. And the reason they don't last a week is because they have no accountability. Like they don't have somebody that's holding them accountable. They're not telling people what they're doing. They don't set a goal. They don't, they don't check in on it quarterly. And that's what we do inside of our community. We're a community of people that hold each other together. Somebody's lifting down to, reach, to pull somebody up. Somebody is reaching up to be pulled up. And we are all at just little different phases of where we are. Some people are ahead of me in some areas and I'm ahead of them in others. We just help each other. Like we want to walk up the mountain with people, not drag them up at kicking and screaming. So that's who we are and what we do. And if we're new to you guys, I would love to invite you to apply to come into our mastermind group. You can go to sevenfigurealtitude.com and submit an application. If you're like, I'm brand new. I don't know if this is for me. Just fill out the form. And the cool thing is we have a team of like two or three people that will just jump on a call with you. And if you're not ready, this is not like a mastermind group where it's like, we you've got to give us $30,000 and just jump in right now. It's like, if we're if you're not ready, we're not going to take your money. Like we're going to have something for you. It might be the podcast. It might be uh, coming to Flip Hacking Live. It might be the video courses that we have. It might be the YouTube channel. It might be uh, my book, like lots of different things from free. It might be this new like RIA group that we're starting up. That's going to be, you know, something that you can attend, okay, come into Nashville and, and hang out with us. Like figure out what it is for you but we have an event coming up in January which uh January uh what's the altitude event uh, back at 12th, there, 12th and 13th, 13th. Yeah. January 12th and 13th here in Nashville that like if there's ever a time to jump in it's right now like
1: going to right be epic making a decision
0: it's going to be amazing it's here in Nashville we have some really cool stuff happening we have the story brand uh, folks coming in to teach on marketing we do breakout sessions it's it's incredible what we do um so if you're doing like consistent deal flow you're getting to the point where you're kind of stuck you want to start building a team or you have a team and you want to. Do more like this is the group for you for sure, and if you've hung on this long with us, then you must like hanging out with us a little bit and and resonate with some of the things that we're saying, and when we talk about when we talk about this. um, We talk about this concept of vulnerability and openness and honesty, this is something I think that's missing out there in gurus and coaches and trainers and teachers. There's a lot of really good people that I learn from that I'm trying to emulate and trying to figure out how can I be more open and more honest and more upfront with what we do. So love to uh, invite you guys to join. Um, if you, if you guys, if we can put a ch- uh, link in the chat, seven figure Um, um and there's a bunch of comments in here that are just coming to us. So seven uh, FF has paid for itself for me every year. Um, let's see, what other personal masterminds are you a part of? Todd, I will get that to you directly. Um, where, where, So lots of, lots of conversation going on in the chat about our mastermind group. Um, as far as the RIA goes, like um, here's the deal with RIAs, guys. Um, I was a part of a RIA for a really long time. And it typically is a community of people that show up um, month after month to stay in the same place and maybe move slightly forward. Like when I showed up there, there was a couple people that I would gravitate to. You ever, if you go to reimination, there's a couple people in the corner that are doing a ton of deals, and then there's people that just show up to socialize, and then there's people who are like trying to figure out who's who, right? And so what I found was it got me to a place. And a lot of times what they are is there will be presentations, and then there's a weekend seminar and boot camp that they're selling you to, and maybe they split the profits or it's somebody like on a circuit. Okay. So there's a couple different kinds. What I wanna do here in our community is figure out how we can get more of this out to you guys. Like, how do we go nationally with you and for you? How do we find a place where we can also have meetups on an, an evening and then go deeper during the week with all I'm trying to do is give information and value to you guys, and then you decide what your next step is with us, if any. Is it come to come to uh, our our eventful Packing Live to go deeper? Is it to join our mastermind group, seven figure altitude and go way deeper? Is it to join our runway group when it opens in October? Like, what is it? Is it to buy a book? Is it to get the next step? Is it to just join our free community? Like whatever that is for you, but you'll find the next step for you and the path. So if you're sitting there right now, like this guy's talking to me, I'm in a dark room. I feel alone, like business is lonely. Real estate investment is lonely. When you come to a mastermind group and you get connected to a bunch of people that are doing exactly what you wanna do, they're one step ahead of you, it becomes less lonely. And that's what we need. We need somebody who we can share our wins and our struggles with. And that's what this is. That's what all of this is. So um, FHL 2022 is a must.
1: Todd, Uh, you are winning gold stars.
0: He is winning, but he's only chatting to us. He's not chatting to everyone. That's the best part. Todd, you're amazing. Uh, You're telling all the hosts and panelists how great we are, and I love it. You're right um
1: they are only chatting to us not some
0: some are some are just chatting to us some are chatting to everyone so you guys have that option okay any questions that we can answer right now for you guys i saw one Neil about uh local meetups and stuff like that um there's definitely find a local meetup but like you everybody knows if you need to get if you'll eventually outgrow things right and believe me there's a lot more coming from us this year in 2022 about giving you that space and that community there is something about meeting locally in person with people other than just zoom like this so um i want to open up this space in here in nashville just in spring hill where we are and then we have some other i have some ideas about where we go in the future with that and um
1: Make your maybe goals, you host, people maybe
0: you host a viewing in your area of what we're doing like let us provide the content and you provide the context for that and the people and things like that. So-
1: um, Somebody suggested awakening. I said that, that word could be a dangerous word. You don't know where it's gonna take you. Yeah. Listen, if we can leave you with one thing, if you don't know what there's a quote, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Get on the right road, figure out where you're going. Take some time to do this. Take some time to connect with other people who are going to pull you along the journey with them and make it fun. I mean, business can be hard. It's great to be, have people on the journey that make it fun.
0: <laughs> Michael said not to mention the VIP universal experience. Yeah. Um, so I don't think if, if you go to flippackinglive.com I think you have the opportunity to, um, to, I don't think you can buy tickets yet, but we are finalizing that contract. Um, so I'll have some really great announcements coming up, finalizing dates and all that stuff. Um, if you guys have your tickets, get really excited because we have some cool stuff planned for that. Um, I think uh, Becca just quoted the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. If you were wondering where that quote comes from. I think i got that one right um the the last thing that i want to share um with you guys is is something that i watched in so i watched this movie called 14 peaks last night and so i don't know if you guys have seen it um it was really really awesome uh it's about the this guy who climbs all the uh 14 peaks above 8,000 meters out there and he does it really fast <laughs> like it's insane but he said in life this is towards the end as he's like accomplishing all of these really big things that he did in his life, right? These, um, he, he was, um, he was from Nepal. He was a part of their army. Then he went into, um, uh, British special forces. He was like the first Nepalese guy to join the British special forces. He had climbed a bunch of different peaks and become a high altitude mountaineer and all this stuff. And then this was like the culmination of it doing all of these 14 peaks, which was like this guy who's done it in like nine years or seven years or something like that. And doing, he had a goal to do this like under nine months. So 14, like he climbed like Everest and the two other mountains right next to it in 48 hours, like insane stuff. Right. And he said, they're talking about how it's scary. Right. And how he could die. He said in life, you have to do what you believe. You have to do the things that are deep within your heart. And like, at that moment I could see in him, he's like, all these people are telling me not to do this thing that I feel called to do. His family, his brother didn't talk to him for three months. His mom was there like on her deathbed, had a heart attack during this time and stuff like that. Like all, everything was pushing him to quit, to stop. He even got stuck with, um, in, in China, they, they wouldn't let anybody on the mountain. Like, it was like, no. And it was the, that was the last one. He's like, I just need to go on that mountain for one day. And so like all these things, and I would highly encourage you guys to watch this very inspiring. It will, it will say like th- what I'm trying to accomplish and what I'm afraid of is small compared to this. So in life, you have to do what you believe. You have to do the things that are deep within your heart, like the burning desire that you have right now, like go figure out how to do it. And I think that's the culmination of all of this goal setting, the planning that we do all those things like having this vision and seeing it like he's, he, it was already done before he started. Everybody said it was impossible. He named the whole thing Project Possible. Project Possible. So he's just like, this is possible. Like everybody is being brainwashed that it's going to happen. Like he already knew that it was done. It was done before he started. The reason he accomplished that when other people would have quit, turned around, left, got scared, all the things that happened, he actually fell 100 meters during this and almost died on one of the mountains. Like, And, and he was like, I have to remain cool, calm, and collected for my people that I'm leading. And he has other Sherpas and people that are there with him. Like, it was so powerful last night. I was like in awe that I always write down these notes. And the thing that I'll tell you is, I, I said I took it from, from this and want to ask you guys a question. Like, why are you doing this? Whatever you're doing, like, why are you doing? it? And is it really from your heart? Because if it's in your heart and this is burning desire to do something, you will accomplish the task and, and fear will not stop you. And I think that's the thing that really holds us back a lot of times is we're, we don't have a burning desire to do it, and we can't figure out why we want to do this stuff. But if you feel called and there's something that's telling you to go, just go. Like figure it out and go. Like you, it you will get the pieces along the way. Like he did not know every way that it was going to happen. He just said, "This is what I'm going to do. It's possible. I can do it. Here we go. Let's go." They didn't have funding. They didn't have anything lined up. He had nothing. He had no money. And so, and he had to quit the army, and his mom was going to get the pension. It was like an Incredible story, and there's so many just like that. And so, what I'll say is, at the end of the movie, there's one thing that I took away from this as well. They said somebody asked him, "What's next?" He climbed. Oh man, I, it's like giving it away. Like mm-hmm. at the end, it's like you win the Super Bowl. All these things you hear, and this is this is the the reason that I'm sharing this at the end here is because over the last year, this is what I've seen the the tone in our mastermind group, all of the meetings that we have. It's come down to this, like I'm on the top of the mountain and I'm looking over and there's a higher mountain. I just want to climb that other mountain. We get to the top of whatever mountain that we're climbing. We say, I want to go over there. Like it doesn't, you don't feel anything, right? What's next? You know what his answer was? We go even bigger. You'll see. Stay tuned. You'll see. And there's something to all of this in in, in the way that I look at it. It's like, he found fulfillment in this calling that he had, that he wanted to prove that a Nepalese guy can do this. And he wanted to bring pride to his country and his family and everything that he's done. And it was for that. And that was it. It wasn't like fame, fortune, anything like that. He just wanted to do what he knew that he could do and accomplish that he thought nobody else on the planet could do. And from there, he said, we go bigger. And I think that's like, for me, I was sitting there going like, is that okay at the end of the movie? Like, is it okay? That's exactly what I would say at that moment. Right. But he's, he's so fulfilled in the fact that he accomplished that and what had happened that he's like, I'm going to take on another task. Like the next thing is going to be the next thing that I find in my heart that I feel called to do. I don't know what it is right now, but it's coming. Stand by. Like, I don't know when it is, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, six months, but it's coming. I think that's for each of us, like to, to take and say, okay, what is next for you? Like, what are you meant and destined to do? You are the best person that's suited to do something. What is it? And go pursue it, like relentlessly pursue that thing and be okay with that. So um, that's uh, that's at least what I wanted to share with you at the end. Um, Somebody asked what's the name of that movie. It's called 14 Peaks. It's on uh, Netflix. So look at it for Netflix. It's free on there. It was, I had heard about it from a friend. Um, It was a really amazing movie. And I I enjoyed it a lot last night. Like, it's rare that I'll sit still and watch a movie and stuff like that. But this, this was one where I was like, just taking notes the whole time. Like there's things that, man, the guy was inspiring me. Like, I just want to go climb Everest now. So, uh, and that's what I'll do. I'll do it in my business. I'll do it in my life. I'll do it with my family. And I'll figure out these goals. So uh, I hope all this helped you guys. Um, and...
1: <laughs> so we have a comment here. If you drop something in the chat, we will make sure we got back and respond to all these. But like Michael Robertson, good. See you in altitude. How about in January? Come on into that room. Andy's leading a two and a half hour financial masterclass. It's going to be epic. Um, and yep. just some just some amazing stuff in here, guys. Oh, I love it. All right. Yeah. If there's if there's any questions that we year, missed,
0: if there's maybe. any questions that we missed, we'll answer them in the uh, in the Facebook group. Uh, I'll 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 make sure we get them answered for you guys. Becca, do you have anything else to say before we sign yeah. off or every over a little bit? Every year I
1: ask for this. Uh, I always get like three or four. I would love more than four. Fill out your goal worksheet and send it to me, Becca at sevenfigureflipping.com. I love reading these things and I I will tell you a little secret. If you send it to me, I will probably schedule out an email for three months, six months, and nine months down the road just to check them with you and see how it's going. So a little built-in accountability there. I would love to see your goals and how you did last year.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to take
1: that word awakening. I like it.
0: I like it too. It's a little
1: dangerous. It's a little spicy. I like it. (laughs) Josh, thank you. Um,
0: I, I got a couple questions about the uh, the number for my church. So I will put it in the show notes of our podcast and and, and I promise you that. So I will find it. I don't have it right now. Um, let me, see. I'm going to Google it quick and see if I can get, it. okay, here we go. Um, if you text 94090, 94090, and you put in COTC daily. So COTC daily, I'm going to, I'm going to type it in the show notes here. Got it. I
1: got it. And I,
0: I love that you guys are um, are asking for this. 94090, type COTC Daily. And every morning at 6 a.m. Central, they will text you um, a link to a video. It's amazing. It really is great. Uh, it's been game-changing for me and my faith these past few months of doing that. Um, and then if you're ever in Franklin, Tennessee, look me up. And if you're here on a Sunday, we'll go to church together. And you can grab your own formation journal and uh, follow along right with me. So, um, all right, everybody, thank you guys so much. Uh, again, I'm going to encourage you, even if it, even if it's not our mastermind, even if it's not ours, I encourage you to join them. Like, I honestly, truly am telling you that from the bottom of my heart to figure out how you find a group of people that can hold you accountable, that can lead you in the same direction that they're going. Like, this, this group and power in numbers is massive. Like, uh, you can go so much further together um and go to seven and fill out an application from us hang out with us uh, we'll have a conversation see if it's the right fit for you and for us and if it's not then we'll point you in the right direction of what you're what we think your next step is with us or without us okay so um I truly mean that I think that that's the best thing that you can do for yourself in 2022 and um in in any area like figure out get fully immersed in it dive deep into it, and and keep going so um thank you guys so much uh we love you we I'm I'm like honestly we sent an email out two days ago. We posted on a couple of social media sites two days ago about this. And there were like 120 people in here. Like I am amazed at you people. It's awesome. You inspire me every day. Fill out your goal sheet, post it in our Facebook group, send it to Becca, put it out there, let other people see it. I want to see it. And we'll help you hold, um, we'll help hold you accountable for that. So thank you guys so much. An hour and a half of us. It's really amazing. Thank you. I will see you guys on the next uh, show that we have, the next webinar, the next Uh, whatever it is, podcast, stuff like that. So thank you guys. See ya.